on the Avs though. Not entirely. I love Seattle, but like it's mostly gonna be because they played for. The Avs. No, but you, if you're living in Seattle, so you're a hockey fan. You're yeah. a big hockey fan. Of course. If you're living in Seattle, and you're a big hockey fan, you're gonna. No, find I, an attachment to the Kraken, and you're gonna buy some Kraken merch. I'll be. They'll be like my secondary team. They already are, but. I, you, I'm gonna be that asshole who shows up to like a watch party for a game or whatever, and I'm gonna be dripping out in an abs jersey, bro. Everybody's gonna hate me. I, I will be that guy, but I am Colorado born and blazed. It's a it's a cult down there, man. It, I'm not joking. You said born and blazed. Joint born born and raised. I'm sorry. Okay? <laughs> born, and, born and blazed. I mean, it's Colorado. It fits, it fits, it fits. That's my birthday, bro. Four twenty. Yeah, there's no way. There's like I'm, I'm gonna be that guy. Of course. I, I, well, the thing yeah. is too is I'm not gonna stay there forever. I'm gonna move back to Colorado eventually. Really? Yeah. You're of course. Back there. I can't not. It's in my blood. But to, like live there, you're gonna go back. Yeah. Once a Colorado and always a Colorado. So people move out of Colorado all the time, and they might stay out of Colorado, but I bet you they at least have a Colorado a tattoo or something or a flag in their room it's a I'm when I say it's a cult I'm not joking to be born in Colorado is like to be born into like it's 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 a thing everybody has some sort of like mountain tattoo or a flag or like a bumper sticker or something you can't not you can say that about basically any state but especially have you seen i'm not wrong have you seen proud californians yeah of course sure but they they don't they don't amount to us man the ski bomb family is ridiculous we're crazy oh everybody in color in california wants to be us that's why they moved there that's what so many californians moved to colorado they just want to be us they're not they're not as cool as us all right, anyways, um, right, uh, Trav, tra- tomorrow, I'm leaving. Trav- oh, well, this is low altitude. This is low altitude. We're Digby and Swift. Um, heck yeah, brother. Um, so it's almost Thanksgiving break. How time has flown. It is Thanksgiving break. It is Thanksgiving break now, technically. Yes. As we record this on a Friday. <laughs> um, it's wild how much time has passed. Yeah, and now I'm we're going home, going to do things, be with family and stuff. Do you like flying? I do actually. I love. Flying. A lot of people hate it, but I, I actually enjoy it because it's like, mo- mostly just because m- most of the, my travel experience has been a six-hour flight from the west coast to the east coast. Yeah, and that six-hour period, time doesn't exist. Responsibilities don't exist. You have no connection. You're just yeah. up in the air watching movies for six hours. And, like, if you watch three movies consecutively just in your room, it feels like a waste of a day. Yeah. But if you're on a flight and you watch three movies consecutively, Unless that's it's just. Sunday. That's just. <laughs> that's, that's just. Maybe not. That's, that's, just, that's just what you do on a flight. On a flight. Yeah. I don't know, man. So, the deal with flight, I like aisle seats because I like to be able to spread out my legs. I'm, like, relatively tall. And you're even taller than yeah, I am. Yeah, I can't so. not sit in an aisle. So, 
yeah, it's like I, but I am so conflicted about it because I really love window seats at the same time. I love being able to look outside and look down. It's such a cool feeling. I, it, when my mom buy used to buy me tickets, um, she would always put me and my sister next to her in the in the three on one side and my dad on the high on one. Yeah. She would always put herself on the window. Yeah. Not because she liked the window. But because she wanted a wall to lean up and sleep oh, on, and yeah, it would always piss right. me off because I would be like, "You're sitting there and just sleeping on the window when I could be looking out." And damn. Oh, so mine was actually the opposite. It was obvious who my mom liked more between me and my sister. <laughs> I, I hate to say that I love my sister, but it was because I always got the window. My sister got the middle seat, and my mom would get the <laughs> aisle seat, or my dad would get the aisle seat so they could stretch out their legs and whatever, and like. <laughs> I, I was able to look at it was, it was really obvious though and my sister would get so mad about it she like, I want the window <laughs> but it is mine yeah, I, my, the youngest always gets me it me and my sister would fight over aisle versus middle and when we compromise is whoever gets it gets the aisle on the way there gets middle on the yep, way back yeah dude everybody <laughs> lived the same life I swear <laughs> it's except it was window and middle seat instead of aisle cause I don't, I don't know, man. And the funny thing is, I like vividly remember it is that like my sister and I would always be sitting in the middle seat in the window seat, and be my mom. And the, the funny part is, my dad would be like three rows behind us, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like sitting in the <laughs> aisle seat that back there. And he would like every once in a while like stand up and, and stand over, over my mom and <laughs> yeah. be like, "Does anybody want some gum?" <laughs> well, and I remember um, they would. My dad would have the um, credit card that he bought our dinners with, so and he if he was a couple aisles behind or a couple aisles in front, a flight attendant would just walk up randomly and just be like, uh, "So the man in uh, row three wants to pay for your dinner." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I've never flown like international, so I've never gotten dinner on a flight. I've just gotten like peanuts and pretzels and stuff. They do that on like four hour plus flights. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess I always fly short distances. Because I've flown first class, because my parents both travel a lot for work and stuff, so they get like insane points and fly first class all the time. So I've flown with my dad first class, and the best I've gotten was like a banana. Like they, <laughs> they didn't provide, I guess it was like a two hour flight, but still, I don't fly that far. It's all just like West Coast Have you stuff. ever like met any strangers on a flight? Yeah, I have one very vivid memory memory from like when me and my sister were, I don't know, maybe when I was like 12 or 13, maybe 14. Um, we were on a flight. Me and my sister were sitting in the same aisle. My parents were a couple rows in front. And there was this, the, the lady in the third seat in our aisle, mm -hmm. in our row, um, um, just started chatting with us. She was the nicest, one of the nicest women I've ever met. And she was a party planner and for like kids' birthday parties. And so she knew like perfectly how to entertain kids. Nice. And she like oh, showed yeah. me and my sister all these like games you can play with just like a pencil and paper. And it was a very enjoyable flight. Nice. Uh, no, like personally, I haven't. Um, I've had a few people who like asked me about college. I had one person who like offered to give me a year abroad in like Brazil. It was crazy. But um, my dad has, that's actually how I got named. Um, because my dad set 
he was, I think he was flying from New York back to Colorado. And he sat next to a psychic on the plane. <laughs> and he had a list of names for me um, that my mom and him had planned out. And the psychic was like, I could tell something's troubling you. What is it? And my dad was like, um, well, I have this list of names for my son and we can't decide what to name my son And he's only a few weeks out or whatever it was. I don't know like what the time period was before I was born but uh, She like looked through the list and like did her psychic powers <laughs> and whatever and was like will be the most meaningful uh, name to him Bleep that out also. Yeah, your, your name won't be okay um, So he was like that'll be the most meaningful name to him so that was uh, that was how I got my name, because my dad sat next to a psychic on a flight from New York to Colorado. Do you believe in all that psychic mumbo jumbo? No, but I will. I, I'm not gonna lie that I really do appreciate the name. So maybe there's some <laughs> truth in it. But the thing Have is, I, I don't list? breathe in it. But no, so I know I know some of the names were on it. That there's like Roman and like Jacob, like a big list of names. And I've seen some of the other names. I can't say that there's one that I would rather be named yeah, exactly. on that list. Like, but maybe, maybe that's because I've always been my name, you know? I've you always I've, I've always been this. I'm never going to be anything else, so it's just what I am. Maybe. I don't know. I, I feel like when I think about stuff that I might have been named, it's weird because you you've only ever known yourself as your name. Yeah. So when you hear that your parents almost named you this, you're like, that sounds weird, but that's just because you're used to your own name. Right. For X many years. I think it's so funny that my name has such like this significance to it. Like this whole story that like I flex in front of everyone. <laughs> it, it, anytime people ask about like how I got my name or whatever, but um, my sister's was just my parents' favorite waitress at a Denny's. <laughs> so I think that's so funny. You were right about the favorite kid. <laughs> I was totally the favorite kid. I'm not lying. Maybe my sister's the favorite now. I'm more of the rebel rouser. Me, <laughs> so me and my sister, we were both named after a um, great great grandparent, okay. but on different sides. Oh, I see. I and see. Um, yeah, I was named after. I th I don't know which side is which though. If I'm being honest. That's fine. I oh, know. No, my sister was named after my dad's side, and I think I was named after my great grandparent on my mom's side. That's fun. I, yeah, I think. I don't know, man. I don't. W wait, so like first name wise, or like middle? Yeah, no, first name. Yeah. Okay. That's... Well, so so I know that my first name was. My great great grandmother's middle name. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I think that's how I, I, that sounds. So right. like those little like niche things kind of worked out. Imagine it like because old people names suck, bro. <laughs> They're horrible. Imagine like, like Ethel. Ethel. <laughs> like what, what, like if you were just named after like a great great grandfather, you would be named like Herbert. Herbert. <laughs> <laughs> so that I guess that worked out better. But like imagine. Yeah. Just Hello, my name is Herbert Humphrey. <laughs> Humphrey. Ebenezer. 
<laughs> Actually, that'd be a dope name. To be named Humphrey Ebenezer? Ebenezer? No, just Ebenezer. Oh. Like Ebenezer Scrooge? Yeah, of course. Holiday season. And stuff like that. Yeah, dude. I don't Thanksgiving know. is my favorite holiday. You've said that, but why? It's my because, mom's favorite holiday as because, well. Because, one, you don't have to worry about gifts in general. I love giving gifts. Yeah. Not a, a huge fan of receiving them, but right, uh, yeah. Just you don't Thanksgiving. You don't have to worry about gifts. We've talked about that. It's like just about food, family, communion, just having a good time. Like it's, it's, it's the greatest. It's like everything great about every other holiday, without the controversial or <laughs> like yeah. lesser parts of those holidays. It's yeah, just I, the, I get that. It's just a good. My mom. My mom really likes it because it's just like she just gets to cook for all of us. Granted, my mom is not the best cook. I, I love my mom. Don't ever tell her I said that, please. Um, but she's like cooked the turkey upside down a few times, like which is not not a good thing. Not what you want to do. Like she's she's made a few mistakes, and it's always like we're always like great job, mom, you know. Um, and it's it's a fun holiday. I don't know. I've I've always liked Halloween because I don't even with like Christmas and stuff. I always feel locked down, like I'm stuck in the house, um, just hanging out. Yeah. And Halloween is something that you're actively like doing something if you're going to trick or treat or whatever. So I I've just always liked that kind of holiday more than just like a family gathering. You know what yeah, I, mean? I think another reason I prefer Thanksgiving over like other holidays is I will like Halloween and like Easter and stuff. It doesn't feel like a real holiday. Yeah, because you have to like go to school the next day well, or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's 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 too short, right? But like Christmas and New Year's, like that's always the same like break. Yeah. Like if you tr if it's if you're a family who travels for those holidays, yeah. then you're you're gone that whole period. That whole period is always off for things for um, school and stuff. It always feels too long, right? Like we have a month off for, for Christmas, Christmas and, New Year's. and New Year's, yeah. And it always feels so long. But like Thanksgiving has always been like two, like Thursday, Friday plus the weekend. You have like just like the perfect amount of time for a holiday. That's true. Like you don't have to like. You just get the good parts of your relatives. You like have having, to yeah. live with them for a long period of time when you start remembering all the shit you hate about them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't really have like a extended family, so I've never experienced that. The only other like Halloweens that I've had that are just like me, my parents, and my sister is uh, like family friends, like neighbors and stuff. Um, but like otherwise, I feel I can understand that like why Thanksgiving. I feel like, because meeting, like, hanging out with extended family, I think, would be amazing. My family just doesn't really like any of our extended families, so we don't, like, hang out with them. Otherwise, it would be, I feel like it would it'd be top, uh, be up there, at least top two or three holidays and, like, experience that I have. Yeah. But I've never really gone anywhere. I've always... The only other like place I've done Thanksgiving is at my grandma's house. Yeah, we've always done just Thanksgiving at home with our family. But in recent years, um, so I think like three years ago, the, for the first time in a really long time, we went to um, 
my aunt's house in North Carolina because mm-hmm. um, there was a bunch of family going there for Thanksgiving, so we joined them. And we've done that a couple times in recent years, um, and we've just had dinner with like fam- family friends in my hometown for a couple of years. Um, but for the majority of what I can remember throughout my childhood, is it's just been um, my just my immediate family. And I actually remember always waking up like that Thursday that you have off of school. It feels like a Saturday, right? Yeah. And the, um, I don't know if your family was big on it, but my mom was huge on the Macy's Day, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. No, not really. Well, my dad would put it on and we'd all be like, this is awful. Yeah, no, I I hated it, but it it sort of just became tradition and like, um, we watch it with my mom and just all those parade floats going by and then at the very end to sign off Thanksgiving and tradition and the uh, transition into uh, Christmas is a Santa yeah. float would finish off the parade. Right, yeah. And um, when me and my sister were very little and we were still obsessive over Santa, my Excuse mom me. would always use that to motivate us to sit through the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know, man. Well, my dad would like put it on and then get bored of it and like go into the next room and put on football. And then Thanksgiving has always just been like me and my sister just like hanging out <laughs> while my mom cooks and my dad just like watches football, um, which isn't bad. I don't hate it. Um, we, do you ever have like bad Thanksgiving experiences? No. Not one? No. I mean, there's like I... Ultimately, the Thanksgiving weekend, not one. Like, of course, there's moments where I, like, get pissed off or something. Like, I have, like, a a frustration or something, right? Yeah. But I can't remember what they are because, ultimately, the the weekend just is a good good weekend. Overall things, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I, I have, like, one super vivid one that... So, my family is incredibly competitive. We are all, like cutthroat when it comes to games and stuff and we played monopoly one year and monopoly is like the shit i love monopoly but um my dad was killing that game and he like it he started like losing money rapidly he was just like being bled dry after like doing so well and we were all starting to make fun of him and like, cause we're all very, you know, competitive. Yeah. So then you start to talk shit. So we're talking shit to my dad. He got so mad. Like I, my dad, when it comes to that stuff, usually doesn't get mad because he wins anyways. Somehow my dad has like the luck to always win games and stuff. And he brags about it all the time. But so we were talking, starting to like talk shit about that. He, the fact that he was losing, he got so mad. Like, genuinely, he didn't eat Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and I, I mentioned it at one point in the dinner. I was like, Dad, like, it was a game of fucking Monopoly. Like, just eat the dinner. <laughs> um, and he refused to do it. I don't know. That is, like, a memory of Thanksgiving that stands out in my head. So That's not well. just like, a memory, though. It's kind of just, like, a it's unique funny. memory. It's, it's funny. Yeah. It was just kind of, like, he just, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. It's funny. Just the fact that, like... In the moment, it wasn't all that fun because I just wanted to like <laughs> chill with my family and eat dinner and 
whatever, you yeah. know, it's Thanksgiving. And the fact that he got so funny <laughs> that he wouldn't do it. Dad, never watch this podcast, please. I don't want to... <laughs> you will not enjoy yeah, I'm it. Kind of, I'm kind of dreading my parents watching Bro, I, I love you, Dad. <laughs> I love you so much. Don't ever forget that. You're my homie. Um, but that was pretty That was pretty stupid, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Okay. Just okay, eat back, dinner. <laughs> back, back to traveling. So we're talking about flights. What about yeah. road trips? I love road trips. I do. We went on one this summer. We did. We, we did. went to Salt Lake, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. That it feels like it didn't. It's not real. Like it wasn't that long no, ago. I, yeah, I haven't it, forgot about it, but it just doesn't feel like it. It's so prevalent in my mind. Whole, yeah, that whole weekend. It was a blur. Yeah, we went to that. Yeah. One of the best times. Yeah, we went and that's, saw Post Malone. That's yeah. a core memory for me. One hundred percent. That's gonna stick with me for the rest of my life. Oh yeah, absolutely. Post Malone killed that. It was insane. Everything was good. Don Tolliver before that. We saw Jack Harlow. We saw Jack Harlow. Young Gravy. Young Gravy. Young Gravy was insane. Fetty Wap? Fetty Wap! Where did he go? Where did he go? And where did he come from? Cotton Eye Joe. Like, oh my god. Dude, that was insane. We were just sitting in the grass. We were just chilling out in a field. We didn't know he was next up on set. And then we just hear, hey, hey, 1738. And then just... Lots of people flooded. Just it was insane. How how does one person have that insane of an influence? Four numbers. Four numbers. Literally four numbers. He did them one time. He did them a second time. Acapella. Acapella. He did. did Wouldn't you have that little of a discography? (laughs) Like what the? (laughs) He has like two songs. So his entire set was just seven seventeen thirty eight. It was Trap Queen. Yeah. And then 1738 Fetty Wap. I mean, acapella. Yeah. Just. How do you do that? How do you, well, how do you have that much of an, like a draw? Fetty, okay. This is how I think of Fetty Wap and no one can ever change my mind, ever. And I hope you agree with this. I hope I'm not crazy <laughs> when I say Fetty Wap is the equivalent of Soldier Boy like 10 days later, or like 10 years later. Soldier Boy? You know? No, 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 because uh, for the just because of the fact they're like such hype, like not exactly one hit wonders, but like they get you feeling so, like they you move to both of them, but they're I such like Soldier Boy. Like, Soldier Boy was much more of a one hit wonder than Fetty Wap was. Fetty Wap had I, influence with like everything that he released. Yeah. Soldier Boy had influence with his that one song, that, yeah, and then only really his his fans. Maybe maybe it's just had, the fact that like, they're just like obscure characters. Like they're not they're <gasps> so ethereal, like weird, just beings that exist, and I love them <laughs> like with a passion. Like come on, you know you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, you can understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, at least. Need to stop there for a second. Oh, that's all good. We're all good. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. That was crazy. It was so cool. Yeah, road trips. Road trips, right? I I love them. Yes, I love them. So many people don't. It, for it's the re- sitting yeah, in comfort. Like, like for my mom hates them just because she doesn't like sitting. Like, same reason she hates flights, if she doesn't like sitting yeah. cramped up for an extended period of time. 
what I love about road trips is, one, it's a bonding experience with everybody in your car. Right, yeah. Two, compared to a plane flight, it's, you can stop at any moment. You can pull over to a rest stop. You can get fast food. Like, you can stop in, like, some random town in the middle of Wyoming and get Subway. Yeah. And it just happens, and you're just like, all right, sick, let's get back on the road. Just, is it just, is it just – did you have drives that you did, like, consistently? Like, for example, I would always – between Montana and Wyoming, or, uh, Colorado, I would always do those drives – stop at the same gas station every time. Did you have those experiences? Yeah. Do you remember those gas stations super vividly? Yeah. And yeah. Like so walking into them and like getting a donut or whatever? Yeah. So I th- – there's this one um, uh, town right on the border of Montana, between Montana and Idaho. Yeah. When I'm driving to Washington and it's – it has this um, market – it market itself as having the greatest shake ever milkshake. Okay. It's a huckleberry milkshake. Love huckleberry. That's a big thing here. And so I always stop at that gas station. I fill up on gas. I park my car. I go in and I get a milkshake and a burger or a grilled cheese or whatever else I'm feeling when I get lunch there. Yeah. And it's just like become tradition as I'm driving back back and forth. Like, cause it's like perf- like almost perfectly halfway between home and here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And at least in my old car, it was also the perfect point of when I needed to fill up on gas. That, um, yeah. So I have something similar, not as cool though. Uh, there's this absolutely, if anybody knows on the North end of Sheridan, Wyoming, there's a huge town involved. It is massive. Like you always see huge like biker gangs, truckers. It is huge like truck stop fill-up station. And right next to it, there's a, a McDonald's. <laughs> so it's always like fill up at this like bougie town and pump, and then get McDonald's hit the road. So not as cool as like a dope like Huckleberry milkshake, but. I don't know. They got shamrock shakes if it's March, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's something. I don't know. And if you're if you're road tripping by yourself, like when I do the drive um, from here to home, it's not more enjoyable than with people, but it's almost like more free. Like you don't have to ask people. Like, yo, can we stop right. at this spot? Like you can just stop and. Wherever you, wherever you want to, but you yeah. can listen to whatever music you want to. Dude, you can I can listen to the same too. song on over repeat and for over three and hours over. and no one will complain. I did Ralphie by Post Animal. I love that song. I listened to that like four or five times on repeat on my last drive. Like, no, it's, yeah. And there's nobody a, to judge you, you sing if, it, if you're horribly I singing. I always, I always drive with like my knee. This is dangerous, so dangerous, and like I don't recommend it. Like, Testing yourself to see how well you could switch lanes <laughs> with your knees. Yes, I did it all the time. Yeah, so, you can only do it on road trips. Yeah, you can. So, so the drive from here to Washington is like ninety percent just straight. Yeah. Right. So I get I can get really good at driving with my knees on that trip. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous practice level. Yeah. You know, I'm only going like eighty-five miles an hour. Yeah. It's <laughs> whatever. It's a semi. I'm not like I'm. I would just die. If I <laughs> <laughs> but like, 
fuck it, we ball. <laughs> like if you get in, in like in a city going like 35, 40, and you wreck, you're not gonna die. You're just gonna maybe end up with like a hurt wrist and a wrecked car. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. <laughs> I did that. So winter, um, I was driving through oh, yeah. reservation land. Um, I think it's Crow Res. Um, but I passed like, I was going like 65 miles an hour. The road was super icy, but I was like, I got four wheel drive. I'm chill. <laughs> I passed like three <laughs> semis, back, literally three, three semis back to back to back. I passed all of them went for a little while and there was a cliff on one side and just like this grassy like meadow area in the center between the highways going separate directions i passed these semis and then i spin out i'm going off the cliff i spun back the other way and slid gently in between those like markers like those reflective markers yeah. on that middle lane and sat there and the semis drove by me and honked at me and I sat there for like five minutes and I was like, <laughs> I almost just died. Bro. And I got back on the road and passed the semis again. I was like so stupid. But okay, speaking of semis, I the one thing that can ruin my mood on a road trip yeah. is when you're behind a semi and it pulls into the left lane. Yeah. To pass another semi, another, they take and forever. they take ten f minutes so to pass each other. Like just, just slow down and pop behind until no one's behind you. Yeah, that's driver. They attitude. they always wait until you're right behind. Them so to pass. my my grandma was a truck driver, and she tells me about it all the time. She was, my grandma's crazy. She was like a police officer. She also worked like as a waitress. She did so many things, so many cool things, so many stories. Is your Arizona grandma? Yeah, yeah. But so she was a truck driver and she tells me about it all the time, like just slow down or like pass them quickly or slow down. It's hard in a semi to, you know, to accelerate, especially yeah, yeah. going up hills and stuff like where we are, it's more difficult. But like truck driver etiquette, there's so many truckers that just lack that. Yeah. That just don't know like etiquette of the road with it. I mean, they do, but they, you know. That's why I'm saying we need to build super highways for just uh, semis for just like like shipping stuff. Well, then trains, bro. That, it's literally already invented. Trains. You know what? You're right. Why do we have semi? <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, I guess it's faster. It moves way faster than a train. And in places like Wyoming, who cares? No one else is on the road. <laughs> it barely exists. It doesn't exist. I mean, it, yeah, I guess it doesn't. Um, there's one. There's one thing that exists in Wyoming. I twenty five. That's it. <laughs> I twenty five's got like a Laramie. Like they a, got like a college. A, like there. a twenty five radius of render distance around it, but outside that point, it's just void. Have you been to Cheyenne? I have. I've driven through it. I've been like. Been well, I, I guess it depends. If you're into country music, Cheyenne's the place to be because they have Cheyenne Frontier Days, and there's some good artists that go there. Huh. But otherwise, like, there's really nothing there. Yeah, I mean, it's got, crazy the got, statistics on that. You got Jackson, you got the Tetons. Oh, Jackson's cool. cool, yeah. Jackson Hole. Yeah, it's it's just so weird. I don't remember what the exact statistic is. But it's like per square acre or whatever, 
you could have like one person per square acre in Wyoming. That's how many residents there are in Wyoming. <laughs> That's sort of how like there's um like it, there's like for every person in Montana, there's two and a half cows. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> the West is just such an anomaly of the United <laughs> States and I love it. I will never leave. It, plus we got the best mountains. Also the East Coast sucks. Yeah, that it's non-debatable. We have the best mountains. They got anybody who likes a humid climate over it's like a dry and climate. Sticky and fuck you have you. mosquitoes yeah. and swamps. Who cares? <laughs> swamps are actually dope as shit. I'm not going to lie. They're cool. But you don't want to live in one. Yeah. Like, you want to visit and see and Well, it's... unless you're, like, a big cat fisherman, then, yeah, of course. Are you, you a big cat fisherman? Yeah, you want to go noodling sometime? I really want to go noodling. You know what that is? Yeah, it's where you catching with, cat, the, cat with your, hands. your hand. Yeah, you catch a catfish with your hand. So, yeah, I really want to do it. It's dangerous, because if you catch, like, a big, like, blue or something. Have teeth? No, kind of. So their teeth along the like roof and tongue of their mouth are um, basically like sandpaper, like cat's tongues. Mm. So they'll shred up your hands. So what a lot of people will do will like gloves or socks because you have to get down in holes, like poke your toes in there. The thing about catfish is they'll strike, any fish is that they'll strike when they're hungry and when they're angry. And with catfish, when you're noodling, you're trying to piss them off. <laughs> so you're going to tear up your hands or your feet. But, like, I feel like it's an experience. I got to do it one time. Get yeah, a catfish and, like, okay, noodle I'll, it. I'll down to go with you. That, that sounds dope. I, it's such a challenge. They're strong. They're crazy strong. But to noodle a catfish, like, a, get a big blue and bring it up to the surface and be like, hey, look, yeah, and then let it go. Because catch and release is a vital part of conservation but that would be such an experience of my life you know yeah i would love to do that that'd, that'd be tight that'd be dope. go down to louisiana or something definitely got to get a tour for that <laughs> like a guide nah just do it just wait in just like just pull down up on, in on the, the florida interstate park on the shoulder yeah just, get drowned right. by a catfish that sounds put like put on your waders and just all right let's go <laughs> no 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 waders we're just going in underwear <laughs> yeah, i'm down in like my wife beater and underwear and like put some socks on so i don't get my feet torn up yep Hell yeah. that's it that's the move not gonna lie all right well i gotta pee dude i do too desperately but anyways this has been digby and swift on low altitude thanks for tuning in we really appreciate you i am so happy um i'm gonna go pee now peace <laughs>